You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. It's just about 6.30. If you're just tuning in, you're tuning to the SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. I'm your host, Jimmy Moyaha, and we are taking a look at passports. Uh, we're taking a look at the world's most powerful and least pass- least powerful passports in 2024. And joining me for that conversation is the Director of Private Clients at Henley & Partners. That's Lisa Chepek. Uh, good evening, Lisa. Thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, let's how does one determine the strength of a passport? Good evening, Jimmy. Thank you for having me on this evening's show. Um, yes, so the strength of a passport is, um, well, the Henley, Henley has a passport index, which we release four times every year. And it's basically um, judged upon how many countries a passport holder can visit without having a visa or the requirement to get a visa. And that's really the, the basis of the passport index, is that free travel into another country. Lisa, when we look at the uh, passports and we look at the, the South African, actually, before we get to the South African passport, let's take a look at uh, some of the considerations that go into uh, determining the, the passport strength. Uh, when people look at passports, what are they thinking about in terms of the strength? Uh, things like travel freedom and um, economic performance of a country. What, what goes into all of that? Absolutely, um, Jimmy. So the passport strength is certainly something um, to take into consideration, especially, especially for um, frequent travellers, for business and or, or leisure purposes. Um, you know, it's much easier to, to travel on a whim without having to go through the process of getting a visa. So it certainly is a, a consideration um, for those that do travel internationally um, on a regular basis, of course. Mm. Um, yeah, and it, it just um, gives you the, the optionality of entering into a country and, and um, without having to go through the administrative process. Mm. Lisa, so let's look at the passport index that Henley put together. There were some really big movers on that list. Uh, what was, who were some of the biggest uh, gainers and some of the biggest losers? But also, why were uh, some countries moving up or down f- uh, faster than other countries? So... Japan and Singapore have always sort of for the last five years traditionally held the top position in terms of the strongest passports. And this year's report, um, for the first time, we've seen a, a joint first position with four European countries as well this time. So we've now got Germany, Italy, France and Spain sharing the first position with Japan and Singapore, which is it's the first we've seen that. Um, as far as the one of the fastest climbers go, Jimmy, you're looking at the, the UAE. Um, it's actually the fastest climbing passport. They were lying in 55th position in 2014. And since then, so in the last 10 years, they've moved up to 11th on the passport index. Wow. So they definitely are the fastest climber. Um, the ones that haven't performed very well, uh, you mentioned the South African passport. So South Africa sits at 53rd on the Henley Passport Index at the moment. Um, that we have access, South African passport holders have access to 108 countries, um, which sounds reasonable. However, it's not typically your Schengen countries and you know UK where our travellers would typically visit. Um, and the South African passport has actually fallen. Uh, 12 points in the last 10 years as well. Interestingly, at the bottom of the list, we've got Afghanistan, 
Pakistan, Syria, and Iraq, and they only have access to 28 different countries visa-free. So it's it's a very interesting index just to to judge the different countries, their strengths, the movers, those that um, gain um, positions in terms of access to more countries, and those that the access, unfortunately, can get taken away from as well. Mm. Lisa, are we seeing uh, trends around which passports people are preferring, maybe for safety reasons, maybe uh, for investment reasons? Are we starting to see a bit of a shift uh, in popularity of certain passports? Um, so traditionally, South Africans, um, I mean, we're a global business, so from a global level, you know, we have an interest in a lot of jurisdictions. But from a South African perspective, the top performers or interest lies typically in the European passports. So, but that's looking more for a settlement option, like a Maltese passport. Um, alternatively, uh, what a lot of South African clients are leaning towards as well is the Caribbean passport. So, an Antigua or St. Kitts passport, which gives a lot more visa free travel than what the South African passport allows. So, those countries, for example, Will have will allow visa-free access to the Schengen zone and the UK, which a lot of our clients are are looking for. And when clients look for those passports, Lisa, is it uh, more around things like citizenship by investment, or are people sort of saying we'll move there, we'll work uh, for a couple of years, we'll stay there, we'll get permanent residency? Or are you seeing an uptick in? Residents saying we're going to take some of our pension money or our hard-earned money and um, invest for citizenship purposes. So, so Hillian Partners, Jimmy, specialises in the residence and citizenship by investment only. So, our clients actually are not really leaving South Africa. Our clients are just getting passports as a Plan B or slash insurance policy purpose. So, um, they aren't necessarily leaving the country. They are wanting that, that optionality, um, that plan B just to hold in their back pocket as and should they potentially need it one day. Um, one of the biggest drivers that they are, you know, that, that steers them towards the citizenship or residency by investment is things like their, their children, you know, concerned about their kids' futures, um, uh, schooling, education, so just getting those options for their kids that should they want to um, leave or go and study abroad or work abroad, they have that access to go and do so. Mm. We've looked at the strength of the passports, uh, Lisa, but let's look at the affordability of the passports. Which of these uh, passports or which of these uh, sorts of investments are becoming the most affordable? And have we seen uh, a trend either pre-pandemic or post-pandemic in terms of uh, affordability uh, or, or price point on uh, these investments? So, so price point differs. Um, look, they, Jimmy, they're typically quite, uh, um, it, it's for your, your high net worth, ultra high net worth um, individuals, really, because you, a starting point, you're looking at about 100,000 USD, which is typically your um, Caribbean passport options, which come in a bit um, more cost effective. Um, that's just the investment portion of the process. There's, of course, government fees and uh, other fees involved on top of that. The European passports tend to be a little bit more costly than the Caribbean options. And when I say passport, I'm speaking quite broadly because there are residency programs as well that we work with that offers 
the um, investor access to a residency in, for example, Greece or Portugal. And those jurisdictions in particular, along with some others, um, allow citizenship after some time of holding the residency. So it's not only the passport really that our clients are looking for, some are quite happy with just the residency component. So the right to have residency in a second country, to you know have the benefits that come with that alternative residency. And not all are, are after purely a passport. Well, that's quite interesting. We'll keep an eye on those trends and see if South Africa can make up some ground. Uh, we'll leave the conversation there. Thanks so much, Lisa. That's Lisa Chepek, who is the Director of uh, director for private clients at Henley and Partners on the strength of passports, uh, the most powerful passports in the world in 2024, and the fact that South Africa sits 53rd. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.